cookout. It's only just over a week till the big day, but she's still in the kitchen and she's still at the table. It's our Gail. G'day, Gail. Good. G'day. <laughs> G'day. I G'day. Took, took you by surprise. That's very Australian sounding, isn't it? I, um, yes, well, I, yeah, well, it is getting a bit closer, actually. Too close for comfort. But um, I looked and I thought about these, Tanya, because we haven't really done any shellfish on the show. Oh, I'll tell you um, what. Please be scallops. I love scallops. Please be scallops. Well, she hit the jackpot there. I'm going to do Church Road, and you may have heard of that. It's up in the Wairapa. No. Uh, no, up in the Hawke's Bay. Sorry, Crikey. got that wrong straight away. <laughs> Church Road pan fried scallops with red pepper cream. Yeah. So I thought this sounded really interesting. And, of course, for those of you that do like scallops, um, they don't take long to cook. But it's the red pepper cream in this Chardonnay dressing that I've got for you to put on the salad. So it's all very nice. Oh, it's yeah. a boozy dressing. Uh, well, it is a boozy dressing. <laughs> but, unfortunately, I think there's only about 50 mils of it. So <laughs> if you want to increase it, you might have to double the, the ingredients. So we're going to start off with 24 scallops. And two tablespoons of oil, one garlic clove chopped, and a pinch of salt, which you put in afterwards. Now, all it is, in a hot pan, as you know, if you've cooked scallops before, add the, the scallops, the oil, and the garlic clove, and cook quickly until the scallops are just warm in the centre. So I've never actually cooked scallops, so for you professionals out there... Um, I haven't. So, wow. do they? Does the shell open like puppies? They're, they're not in. They're not in a shell. Oh, thank you, Pat. They. Um, oh, excuse if, me. Should I be on this program or not? <laughs> if they're prepared in America, they yeah. cut the orange row off, which is a oh. very flavoursome bit, and I think it's just a waste. And they just have the the white scallop. But yeah, oh. they they come already shelled, and um, you cook them until they're translucent. But you want quite a high heat because you want to caramelise them and, and make them go a little bit brown on the outside. Oh, okay. Well, oh. there you are. You've got your cooking instructions as far as the scallops go because I've never cooked scallops. I've wow. done pippies off the, you know, off the beach, and I know that you know the shells got to sort of open when they're they're boiling and you know they're ready. But oh, sorry about that. Well, at least I know they don't <laughs> come in the shells, don't they? Gee, you've got a great um, at the table with Gail person, haven't you? Um, well, anyway, so you're doing that and you're putting those aside now. The red pepper cream I'm going to give you next um, because this actually goes on top of the scallops when you get it all set out with the salad. So red pepper cream is one egg yolk, two garlic cloves roasted, and you can actually roast those when you're doing the roasted pepper because it's two or three tablespoons of roasted pepper chopped. So I would be doing a, just a whole roast a whole pepper. Don't chop it up and then you chop it up when you've um when you've got it roasted. So you can put your garlic cloves in there as well. One and a half teaspoons of whole grain mustard, three tablespoons of um oil, and also another half of a tablespoon of oil. And I looked through and I couldn't sort of quite um guess what that was for, but I think you just it's just a little bit of extra oil that you put in. And we've got salt and pepper. Blend the yolks, garlic, red pepper, mustard in a blender because you're creaming it for 30 seconds. Now, with the processor running uh, slowly, drizzle in the oil until mayonnaise consistency. And that's how you make mayonnaise anyway, you know, with the processor is drizzling in that oil and uh, and it becomes thick. Season with salt and pepper, and this can be done ahead of time and will keep for a couple of days in the refrigerator. So that's the red pepper cream. Now we're going to move over because um, we're going to put 
um, have some sort of salad, whether it's, um, you know, just lettuce or salad greens, uh, whatever you've got. Uh, but this is the dressing that goes on it. Now blend together one tablespoon of finely chopped onion, teaspoon of whole grain mustard, one teaspoon of sugar, 50 mils of oil, and 50 mils of Chardonnay, and a pinch of salt. So all you're doing is blending that all together, and that is your Chardonnay dressing. Now, when you're going to serve this up, you can do it on individual little wee plates, but you've got your salad greens, so you're tossing the salad greens into that beautiful Chardonnay dressing, and then you're putting your um, scallops on top, and then you're spooning over that for colour, the red pepper cream on top. Absolutely look lovely on a plate. Oh, yum. And I think tastes quite nice too as well because quite a bit of garlic there. Mm. And cooking those scallops in the garlic must give it a bit of extra flavour. So you can add other things in if you want to, so like do some garlic croutons or something like that. But this is just the basic, and I thought it would be quite nice to, uh, to give something, you know, in a in the sort of shellfish area. I'll tell you what, invite someone over for dinner and they can share the rest of that Church Road Chardonnay with you as well because you're only using 50 <laughs> mils. You've got 700 mils left. So that's 300 for you and 400 for me and I'll have 20 scallops and you can have four. Sounds fair, doesn't it? That sounds pretty good. Yeah, no, you're quite right about that. There's 750 mil bottle, yes, yeah. and you're only using that much. So... Yeah, good idea, Tanya. I think they should all take that on board. Absolutely. And I was just thinking while you were saying that red pepper cream part of the recipe, I thought that would be really nice on asparagus before it disappears oh, out of season as actually, well. Actually, it would be really nice. I think you could actually make that red pepper cream and just use it anyway as a dressing, never mind the Chardonnay, but we'll have that as well. But, <laughs> I mean, it's quite a nice individual recipe yeah. that you could use. Yeah. And uh, so there you are. We've started off with that today. She's off with a hiss and a roar and we've got from uh, Church Road <laughs> Vineyard in Taradale. I know where it is very very well on Church Road. Yeah, I think enough. they've got um, a few concerts coming up in the new year. Or... I went and saw Simply Red at the Church Road Winery. It's nice, isn't it? it Sitting is. around with a blanket on the ground, it's really yeah. nice. Yeah. Now, this one is super-duper easy if you are going to the microwave one. Well, yes, I've thought of this and I thought to myself, yes, microwave lemon and blueberry self-sourcing pudding. And blueberries are really plentiful at the moment. Well, all the berry fruit is actually. But, and, and I guess, well, I don't know whether you could use any fruit, but this particular one, lemon and blueberry go well together. And I think this would be a nice easy one. I don't know. You could even use this, I guess, on Christmas Day. But if you've got folks staying over, look, this is an easy one for the next day or the day after. 60 grams of butter. One and a half cups of self-raising flour, one cup of caster sugar, one tablespoon of grated lemon rind, three quarters of a cup of milk, one cup of fresh blueberries, one cup of firmly packed down brown sugar, a half a cup of lemon juice and one and a half cups of boiling water. Now that's all your ingredients. Now you're placing the butter in a large microwave safe dish of course because this is going in the microwave um, and you're melting the butter and I always sort of think just you know you regulate that because it won't take long really to melt 60 grams of butter. So it says microwave on high for about a minute but you know just watch it so when it starts to go 
spits everywhere. How does it go again? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, you can hear it spitting. So don't let it spit all over the top of your microwave because that means you have to clean it. Or just watch that the butter is melted. Now, all you're doing is stirring in the sifted flour, caster sugar, rind and milk and beat until smooth. And then you're stirring in the blueberries. Now, I know this seems rather unusual, but it says sift the brown sugar evenly over the top. And you can sift brown sugar. It's quite solid, but it will go through your sifter. So, And that just makes it all even over the top. And then carefully pour the combined juice, the lemon juice, and boiling water over the brown sugar. Now, microwave uncovered. On high, about 12 minutes or until just cooked in the centre. And usually with microwave cooking, you've got to let that sort of stand because I do believe that it does go on sort of cooking after you've finished. So just watch that. And when you've stood it for five minutes, just make sure that it is cooked in the middle. Now, I'm going to say that's a quick way to do it because, you know, if you've got guests coming and um, you've got the blueberries on hand because you'll have all those other ingredients, I'm sure, Mm. uh, you could whip up a nice pudding. And, of course, you can always serve that with cream. But you can actually um, make this in the oven if you want to. And you only need to really cook that for a half an hour um, approximately Uh, in a moderate oven and moderate to us is 180 degrees celsius so you can do that uh, in the oven if you want to and you can use probably any fruit but we're we're plugging for the blueberries today oh yeah i love yeah i love blueberries too yum yum yeah so nice and easy one thought i'd throw that in as a quick one over the christmas period Oh, we love using the microwave too for uh, ease of use and convenience. Uh, it is, yes. I, I, I actually use it quite a lot. Yeah, especially for melting things. Eh? I do sort of eight seconds and then you go and give yeah. a little stir, another eight seconds yeah. stir. And, and doing sort of um, leafy stuff too, like silver beet spinach and stuff like that. Lovely, just really so easy. Yeah, really easy. And potatoes, believe it or not, if you cut them up and put them in a bowl, bit of water. And uh, yeah, they'll cut the cubed potatoes if you... Just want to do them in a hurry. Good grief. Really good. Oh, really good. I'd have to give that a crack. Yes, do. Now, if you want to have a crack at some of Gail's recipes, of course, this week's ones and all the previous weeks, you can find them on our Facebook page. They're usually up there by Friday night. And she's been super organised this week, so we had them up on Tuesday. So go and <laughs> have a nosy. All right. Oh, well, I guess we should have a Christmas song, shouldn't yes, we? Yes, I think we should, really, because yeah. it's that close. It's yes. a week and one day. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> right. Okay, can you think of anything? Oh, Snoopy's Christmas. Oh, it's a classic.
freight. I will let you play that, considering we're only just over a week to Christmas Day. Yes, and I think we'll be hearing it lots of times on the over the wires too, as well. Very <laughs> popular, very popular. But I thought to myself, Tanya, you know, because pasta's a nice and quick, easy meal. But what do we put with it usually? Like tomato. You know, usually. Tomatoey sauces or those ones in a jar that are heavy and creamy. Yeah, that's mm. right. So we usually do that. And when I saw these, I thought, well, this is a change and nice and easy to do. And uh, pasta is a lovely dish. I love pasta. Mm. In fact, I'm going out, um, you know, uh, on Saturday, just before Christmas. Yeah. And um, my cousin's going to do macaroni cheese for me. And I said, I love macaroni cheese because I never do macaroni cheese. I love pasta. So this is garlic pasta sauce, and it's six to eight cloves of fresh garlic. Four. I know, six <laughs> to eight cloves. It's good for your health, apparently. Yes. Three slices of day-old white bread, a third of a cup of oil, one tablespoon of fresh lemon juice, one tablespoon of vinegar, and one large white potato boiled and mashed, wow. and salt to taste. Well, all you're doing here now is, of course, you're peeling and crushing the garlic to a pulp. Now, I think I explained to you I've got one of those rubby things that you can take the garlic skins off. But I have also got a garlic press too as well. So it might take a while to do, what, six to eight cloves? But uh, anyway, I'm sure you'll be able to do that. Or some people use a very wide knife, you know, like a big sharp knife, mm. and they sort of press it down on the board, you know. That's what I do to get yeah, the skin to off. to crush it, yeah. yeah, well, and crush the garlic. But uh, but anyway, if you can, crush the garlic to a pulp, place in a mixing bowl, add bread, and pour over oil, lemon juice, and vinegar. Now, allow that to soak for 30 minutes. So just walk away and leave it, go and do something else, and then beat the bread mixture with an electric um, beater, or if you haven't got an electric beater and you're up at the batch or something and you think, oh, what are we going to do? Um, those, you know, balloon whisks, you know, the ones with the, they look like a balloon flying up in the sky. Yeah. Um, you can actually use one of those until, until it's light and fluffy because the bread will have soaked all that lovely liquid. Then you're adding the mashed potato and continue to whisk for five minutes or beat if you've got the mixer. Mi mixer. Add salt to taste and extra lemon juice or vinegar if desired. This makes a thick sauce and if a thinner consistency is desired, just add one or two tablespoons of water and serve over the pasta of your choice. Look, it's that easy. Far Something out. different. Yeah, very garlicky. Very yes. garlicky, which is great. But yeah. I, is, is it really old school? Because it's almost like bread sauce, hey, with the bread well, and the Well, the bread and the mashed potato. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you'd have to mash the potato till it's quite fluffy yeah. because you wouldn't want sort of the lumpy bits. So a good old mash with, the, with that one potato. I'm fascinated and, with this one. Yeah, and uh, so there you are. So I, I just think it's not a nice and easy and something different. But we're going to move on. Um this one is it's quick, colourful and delicious. It's green pasta sauce. Now, I hope you've got a good lot of parsley out in your garden because you need three quarters of a cup of, you know, minced parsley as mm. well. But what I do is I've got a little wee sort of like um, blender thing and you could just throw your parsley in there, not the stalks, but the parsley, and that will whip it up lovely. So it's quite, quite a bit of parsley that you need. It is. And, of course, hence the green. But one and a half tablespoons of capers chopped, and that's those small ones, half a cup of cucumber slices chopped, one clove of garlic crushed, salt and ground pepper, quarter of a teaspoon of sugar, 
quarter of a cup of olive oil, a third of a cup of wine vinegar, and a piece of brown bread crust removed. There so there we, we go. go with the bread again. Yeah. That's right. So all you're doing is combining all those ingredients together and um and when you've done it, allow the flavours to sort of really blend or, you know, combine for at least one hour and mash well or using a food processor if possible and then drizzle over the desired pasta and actually hot or cold. doesn't mm. really matter. And uh, I think it just, you know, something different. I, I love parsley. Oh, I love parsley too, and I love parsley pesto. And you did that in a recipe. How many he cuts back? I don't know. Good luck on finding <laughs> yeah. that on our Facebook page. Yes, I did too, actually. Yeah. Yes, but that would be nice. As a um, if you're taking a, a cold pasta salad, that you put the parsley over, it'd be nice and fresh, and then you could just throw some other bits on as you feel free. Yes, you some could. Crispy bits Absolutely. of bacon and some chopped. And up I can actually sort of see it with um, maybe on some crackers. You know, oh, sort yeah. of like a bit of cheese mm. and then just sort of like a dollop on the top because yeah. they say it's quite thick. Yeah. And um, so, you know, it could be all right for that as well. It'll Any leftovers. Mm. Yes. So right. there we are. We've got the green pasta sauce and the garlic pasta sauce. Just something different. <laughs> Give it to your neighbours and then don't go visit them for a month because they'll smell of garlic. Yeah, well, take oh, them a yum. bag of peppermint for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Spinach and ricotta quiches. Oh, now, look, quiches just go down a treat in summer, don't they? They sure do, and they're lovely lovely to have for a lunch or a light meal. So this one here, it's going to use tortillas for the base. Yeah. Now, I hadn't thought about that, but um, I think it's actually a good idea. So this one here, it's spinach and ricotta. So four tortillas, and I, I think they are square. Uh, in the packets in the shops. Oh, the ones and, I get around, but I don't oh, think matter. You could just sort of pleat it around. Well, you could pleat it around. So whether they're square or round, you can put them in a um, a good sign, uh, size um, dish anyway. But uh, one cup of baby spinach leaves, roughly chopped, a quarter of a cup of parsley chopped, a quarter of a cup of mint chopped, a hundred grams of ricotta cheese, and a three hundred and seventy-five mil can of uh, evaporated milk, and that would be the light and the light and creamy mm-hmm. one. Three eggs, cracked pepper, and a half a cup of tasty cheese, and some some ham, a couple of slices of ham. So you're preheating your oven to one eighty degrees Celsius. Now line a base and the sides. Um, of a good size, well, like square baking dish, but if the tortillas are round, well, you can get round around that, uh, as Tania <laughs> says, with a round tin. But make sure it's a um, a good size oven proof, um, and do it with you know line it with baking paper, just in case you know it's always a safeguard. Um, then ease those tortillas. Um, to form the, the, the quiche basis. So I think they're sort of fairly pliable, aren't they, Tanya? Yeah. The, the tortilla pieces. So this saves your pastry. And, and I don't know, I think it would be quite nice for a change mm. if you've got some in, you know, stored away. Now, you're combining uh, all the ingredients except the ham and pour that mixture into the quiche bases, our tortillas, and bake for 30 minutes and then... After 30 minutes, just you would have sliced up your uh, two slices of ham, just chop those up a bit and spread them over the top of the uh, the mixture and then cook for a further 10 minutes until set and golden brown. Nice and easy. Another quick one. 
I think that's brilliant because I buy those packs of tortillas for doing wraps, you know, when you put spicy mints and then you put your lettuce and your cheese. Oh, and, you're beautiful. And you eat them. But I always have so many left over because I get a big pack because you can get oh, the plain packs well, about 15 freeze, of them. Well, freeze them. I do. Oh. But now I know what I can use the leftover ones for. That's right. And mm. you know what? Having thought about this, would you be able to use them for a pizza base? I don't Tortillas? see why not because my mum also buys a pack of them and then when they start to get a little bit stale, she puts one on her sandwich press and just puts some cheese uh-huh. and some other things and I've puts got another one on press. top and then she just goes and then she cuts it into little wee triangles and it's like a the quesadilla sandwich. or oh, a pizza right. roll or I've something. Got, yeah, I've got one of those sandwich yeah. press. That's a good idea. I hope you're listening because this girl's coming up with a lot of good hints. But that is a good idea as well as maybe, you know, small pizzas with tomato paste on the I bottom and a bit of onions. No. I don't see why you couldn't. Why can't you use them in a sandwich press? Good thinking. Yeah. And fill them up. We cheese don't and, like wasting cheese food. Cheese and pineapple and stuff like that with onion. Oh, yum, yum, yum. Yeah. yeah. There so there you are. Lots of ideas to do with the tortillas. Not just our spinach and ricotta quiche. Uh, you could do other things as well. So if you want to find those four recipes, go to our Facebook page or get the grandkids to go onto Facebook page, get the mukuls on there. Microwave lemon and blueberry self saucing, a very saucy pudding. Church Road, this is exotic, pan-fried scallops with a red pepper cream, spinach and ricotta quiches and the garlic pasta sauce and the green pasta sauce. Thank you, Gail. That's fine. Well, um, nearly happy Christmas. Next week. It'll nearly be happy Christmas. before I'll have you back. <laughs> Jingle bells. <laughs> She'll be back with bells on. Program is made with assistance from New Zealand on air for radio broadcast, and through the AccessMedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand on air.